OpenAI has made a big announcement today, and that is that they're trying to implement a bunch of different ideas from everyone in the general public. And the idea is to have these essentially crowdsourced concepts they want to include in their models that are quote unquote helping it to align to the values of humanity. This is not just a challenge that OpenAI has, but a lot of other AI companies, as obviously this AI is being rolled out globally. Um, and when you have these software tools that are created in, say, one country like China or Russia or United States that might have different ideological beliefs or cultural beliefs than other places, it's kind of interesting how we create one tool or one AI that can, um, you know, give good outputs for people all around the world when a lot of people have different uh, views and beliefs about different things. So I think this is a big problem to solve that they're currently working on. Um, I have a couple ideas on how I think they can do this better, but we're going to dive into all of this on the podcast today and talk more about what they've made, what they've said in their big announcement in the program that they're going to be launching in order to do this. I wanted to say today's episode is sponsored by AI Box. If you haven't listened to it yet, I recently recorded an episode about how we have just passed $400,000 raised on our crowdfunding platform for AI Box. If you're interested in investing in that, um, I definitely check out that podcast episode and you can find a link in the show notes to republic.com slash AI dash box to see what we're building there. But let's get into the episode. We gonna bring it to you just like that. Welcome everyone to the future. It's AI Chat, bringing you the interviews and giving you info to be in the know. Tech company CEOs of Rock with us. Bet you gonna come back. I'm just saying the facts. This is AI Chat. Let's go. So the big news here is that OpenAI says it wants to essentially implement a bunch of different ideas from the the general public about how to make sure that it's future AI models. So not really what we have now, um, but probably GPT-5, unless that's already being trained. So potentially even, you know, further down the, lo- down the road, GPT-6, 7, 8, um, quote unquote, align with the values of humanity. So with that in mind, um, OpenAI is essentially creating a new, um, they're calling it the collective alignment team. But this is a bunch of researchers and engineers that right now are going to create a system for collecting and encoding public input into um, their models, behaviors, um, and they essentially want to get all of this public input and they want to put this into um, all of the different products and services. And they did all of this today. They made a big announcement on their blog. So they said, quote, we'll continue to work with external advisors and grant teams, including running pilots to incorporate um, prototypes into steering our models. Um, In addition to that, they also said, quote, we're recruiting research engineers from diverse technical backgrounds to help build this work with us. So this is absolutely fascinating to me. And I think this is something that's definitely needed. We see companies like Anthropic, and I think that their take on this was to build constitutional AI where it's, um, it's just like clear what the AI model believes is right or wrong. And whether you disagree with their constitution or not, at least you know where it's coming from on a lot of different issues. And I think that that transparency is what's been lacking with OpenAI and ChatGPT that people have kind of criticized. Um, And so now it would appear that they're trying to solve this problem, but perhaps they're going a step further than the constitutional AI approach of Anthropic. And their solution is to gather kind of this input from people all around the world um, and, you know, on what they think is important and what aligns with the values of humanity and put it in here now. This is this is definitely going to come with a lot of challenges because where do they source this data? Um, you know, what is weighted more heavily? What are the values of humanity? I mean, I think by and large, a lot of those might be kind of straightforward, right? Obviously protecting human life, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of gray areas where maybe 
I don't think there should be gray areas, but others think they would be gray areas. And there's going to be a lot of debates in all of this. Um, so I think in order to try to solve this problem, um, because really what this is, is the collective alignment team. This is just kind of um, this is just kind of an extension of this public program that OpenAI launched last May, um, which essentially was set up to give awards and grants to fund experiments in setting up what they said were, quote, a democratic process for deciding what rules AI systems should follow. Um, and the whole goal of that program um, that they said when they launched it was essentially just to give money to teams and individuals, companies um, to develop proof of concepts that could answer questions, especially questions about like governance of AI and guardrails and everything related to that. So this seems to be a bit of an extension on onto that where they're going to be giving funds and, and trying to solve this problem. Um, but they're not trying to solve it 100% internally. They're going to be, you know, looking for people outside of their organization. Now, um, OpenAI in this whole blog post announcement, um, they were kind of recapping some of the work of the uh, people that received grants earlier for this program. Um, and so there was a bunch of different, really interesting um, projects that they got money. Um, they had video chat interfaces, um, platforms for crowdsourcing audits of AI models. Um, and they said, quote, approaches to map beliefs to dissemination that can be used to fine-tune model behavior so all of the code that was actually used um in the you know the people that got these grants and all of their work all of the code that was used in that was made public uh just this morning along with a bunch of different summaries for each proposal and some high-level takeaways so it seems like they're actually making a lot of progress on this um and this is something they're taking seriously this is really interesting um, and a lot of, you know, I, I think from their perspective, they're saying, hey, look, we're, we're trying to be, you know, the open AI you wanted us to be where we're, we're taking input and we're publishing the code and we're making all of this open and we're going to try to incorporate this. And I think that uh, this is at an interesting time, obviously, when we have EU regulation um, and a lot of people are, you know, giving Sam Altman criticism for some of the commercial interests. I think specifically you have uh, the the UK that's in, uh, investigating OpenAI and their partnership with Microsoft. Um, and I think, you know, some people might be like, oh, it's just one country, the UK. But I would say, look at what the, the UK's regulators just did to Figma and Adobe in that multi, multi-billion dollar, um, you know, it was supposed to be a merger, but then it fell apart because it's interesting. It wasn't even the United States or it wasn't even the uh, EU. It was literally the UK's watchdog group that shut, shut that down. So I'm not exactly sure where they stand on this, but it seems like they have a bit of an outsized um, power in shutting down some of these mergers. Um, it's definitely regulation in tech right now is uh, very, very tough. It's uh, at a point where um, it's not easy to do mergers and acquisitions and all that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, I thought it was very clever, the partnership between Microsoft and OpenAI, because essentially OpenAI got acquired by Microsoft, right? They bought over 50%, so they control the whole company, can make all the decisions. But it wasn't a merger that needed to be approved because it was technically just an investment, which is, you know, it's to me seemed like a clever way of acquiring OpenAI. Um, but it would appear that I don't know how clever it is because it looks like the EU is kind of investigating them there. So um, there's a whole bunch of regulatory things that they're facing right now. And they're, they're setting up a Dublin based subsidiary right now um, to reduce, you know, the ability of certain privacy watchdogs in the in that area to. Um, act on some of the concerns. They're hosting the, some data over there, et cetera, et cetera. So definitely a tricky place um, for OpenAI right now. And I think they want to, when they're facing all of these challenges, 
they really want to show themselves as, look, we're, we're an open company that's taking everyone's perspectives and trying to, you know, implement them in the best way possible to make this model good. So I think this is very interesting. You know, if we had people all voting on what they thought were great things to add into an AI model and what were, was uh, aligned most with humanity, I think that's, you know, a step forward, a, a democratic AI model. That being said, though, I think you, when you look at a country like the United States, uh, who's obviously a democracy, there's still people on very different sides of the political spectrum with very different beliefs uh, that vote different ways. And so I think at the end of the day, an AI model that's going to win might not actually just be the the democratically uh, voted on, like these are all of the ideals we think should be pushed or perceived as good in the AI model. I think at the end of, the, I mean, and I think people will try to do that and they'll they'll try to make like the one AI model that works for everyone. I think at the end of the day, there's probably going to be, just like there's going to be thousands of AI models that are specifically good at doing different things like good at breast cancer research or good at, um, you know, geometric shape, mathematics. Like there's going to be these specific AI models that are good at very specific things. I think there's also going to be specific AI models for um, people with, or, or at least an AI model that allows you to tune and set your like political beliefs or your ideological beliefs and it it follows that it's like almost like anthropics constitutional ai but you can customize your constitution i think that's going to be what's successful ultimately at the end of the day um and probably not just vote on what's more popular like oh this ideal has 51 percent you know popularity and 49 percent don't approve it but since it's got 59 percent, we're going to like inject it into the model like that obviously isn't going to win because half or even if it's 30 percent, that's still a a big chunk of people that might not believe with or agree with some sort of idea, uh, ideological element in, embedded in these. So I think at the end of the day, um, you're going to have to let people customize their own models beyond just, you know, voting on what goes into them. Um, or there's going to be multiple models that are, you know, specific for people that have different, it's going to be like in America, there's going to be like, uh, you know, chat GPT for Democrats and a chat GPT for Republicans and maybe a chat GPT for independents or libertarians or you know whatever so i think it's going to be interesting to see where this goes i'll definitely keep you up to date this is um definitely a very interesting area that i think is important for us to start looking at so it's exciting to see how this rolls out this episode is brought to you by shopify forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below. 